Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is time for the Mike Hewitt Show. Brought to you by RenegadeRiver.com. The gang is back and ready to dive in. I'm telling you, we, we absolutely are. Listen, folks, I am Mike Hewitt, my co-host, Miles Bauer, and Ludwig von Wiedendorski. So let me start us out. I'm, I'm reading an article from money.cnn.com, and I did it purposely, started with this because we know that Miles Bauer is a big CNN fan. And so the article goes, Facebook's <clears throat> former security chief... U.S. elections at at risk of being World Cup of Information Warfare. And so when you read the article, Miles, did you have a chance to read it? Yeah, I did. When I read the article, it seemed to, to me that the focus of this Facebook security chief was on the information that's going to be pushed forward, the angst that our enemies abroad are trying to rise within our culture, within our political environment. And I I thought about that a great deal, honest folks, I did, trying to get my head around the concept that an outside force, whether it's Putin or whomever that they want to point to this time, uh, China, Iran, they listed several, um, the, the, the foundation of what their premise is works if the folks aren't paying attention. The, the premise is, is it only works if you're stupid. And I, folks, I don't believe you're stupid. I just, I reject that. And so when I hear that these outside forces are raising angst, um, maybe they are, but if they are, they're doing it with enemies within. We saw that in the food fight on the Senate floor, this, well, actually the Senate chamber for, for the, uh, we'll get to that. But I sit and I pause and I think, listen, as a people, are we really so stupid and gullible as to be affected in the voting booth by what somebody's ad is on Facebook? Miles, help me. Yeah, I think uh, you you sometimes refer to them as the river reeds. So the, the entire purpose of these folks that are trying to bring angst to our country amongst our countrymen and women, uh, is to motivate that, depending on who's telling the story, roughly 10% that identify themselves as independent and they can go back and forth, like I often have joked, but seriously, voted for Obama and Reagan in the same lifetime. That kind of person is the person that you're suggesting will be affected by Iran buying a Facebook ad. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, basically, anyone that is going to view any source of information and take it on face value as truth can be influenced by that. So we're okay, especially if it feeds our narrative. 
I mean, we talked about um, the Russian collusion thing got to, has gotten to be, for a long time, I might add, nonsensical. That said, it is, it is a spoken truth that I believe personally, perhaps I'm using the word truth out of place, I believe it's true that Russia sought to rise the level of angst and party divide in the United States. I think that was their mission. In fact, frankly, I think they've admitted that as their mission. It would seem that they've achieved it with the fringe on both sides and, to your point, the river reeds in the middle. But that doesn't even come near a representation of the majority of Americans. The fringes added to the river reeds that blow back and forth. Lud, what is your thought on this topic? Well, I don't think we need Russia <clears throat> to cause this problem. I think we're already in, in it. Uh, and it wasn't just Russia alone. There was multiple countries that probably in, did the same thing. Right. That we do, by the way. We do. Everybody we do does it, it around we the world. Do, we do it. We do it hardline in most of the Western countries. I mean, what was it, Nicaragua? We had three regime changes in a decade. Yeah, but that's that's what's good for the people. Yeah. So, I think it's funny that they're they're talking about inf- too much information being available, and what we found, like with the WikiLinks, was they were mad that people were told the truth. Right. That's the irony in this. The problem I have is when you have a guy that can write an entire book on sensation, sensational lies. We're talking about Woodward? Yeah. He's on the list today. Be published. Yep. And that's not discredited by the media. No, no. They they waved it like a flag. As if it was fact. Yep. And that's what's scary about this, I think, more than anything, is that we're Listen. not even talking about facts anymore. We're just talking about opinions or straight lies. Sure. Let me share an opinion with you. Because when I hear... We talked about it early in the week. When I hear our government being part of the five eyes, yeah. these, these eyes that want to backdoor, essentially with an encrypted backdoor into social media, into telephones, so they can see what the three of us are sharing as show prep in advance. They can see Miles and I talking extensively personally on, on, on a text. They can see all of that. And that, somehow that's okay to somebody. And it's because they say, well, we, we, we fear that someone might be meddling with how you think. Uh, and I think, what did you just say? They would be meddling with how we think. So let me offer you an opinion. I know of no safe depository of the ultimate powers of the society but the people themselves. And if we think them not enlightened enough to exercise their control with a wholesome discretion, the remedy is not to take it from them but to inform them, inform their discretions. Does that make sense? That's Thomas Jefferson. I think he knew something about this idea. So if you look around, you think, wow, they're, they're not dealing with the information properly or they're not even digesting it. The idea isn't to take the power from them. And then the idea certainly is not to take the information from them, but to do the opposite, but to inform them greater, to inform them first of their discretions, to teach them critical thinking school in, in, in school. To, to <laughs> And I look at the senators in this last several days. They're as bad as the nitwits that got ejected out. 61 on day one. More and more and more and more. Some of, One of them was a failed actress, and her whole mission seemed to be to make a video clip of her being a screwball so she could get some attention. One was also the leader of the Women's March, who's the Islamic uh, radical. Well, that's your opinion. Is it a fact? Yeah. Does she self-identify as an extremist? Uh, <laughs> Listen, this is a new brave world we're in. 
she's been quoted how do you as even know she's a, maybe she's not a she just because she's a female doesn't mean she's a she that's true could think be a giant guy wearing a job think of the world we're in it's a, it's a crazy and it's funny you hear the kids today yep. they even go you can't say that it's 2018 and then they laugh yeah like they're joking well yeah because it's stupid and i'm like but you guys are the ones creating this but where is it really and i'm i'm trying to tie all that nonsense together a little bit folks so bear with me <clears throat> but does all of this crazy stuff that does not it even defies human nature, the, the relationship that men and women have by the nature of who and what we are. Forget politics for a minute. These crazy folks that are off with the identity politics and is she really a her and all that, is that are, are those people buying into something from Iran and Russia, et cetera, et cetera? No. Where's the, where do these nitwit ideas come from? That, that, that wouldn't hold water there. It wouldn't hold water there. Absolutely, I agree with that. They, well, they wouldn't. Those folks in those countries, they not the not the governments, by the way, the people wouldn't tolerate. It. But we're seeing it in the United Kingdom, and we're seeing it here, and we're seeing it in Australia. It's unbelievable what we're seeing. I, I I've never fully read the book 1984, uh-huh. and I started it, and it kind of got boring. Right. But when I think of the opening scenes of that book and think of this, I'm like, man. Are we self-fulfilling prophecies here? Like, oh, yeah, it is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Miles, what do you think? Is this is this topic a non, non-topic? non Is it something we should be concerned about? How do you rate it? Well, <clears throat> around the idea of influence from other areas to trigger certain things in certain people around identity politics and diversity and all the rest of that happiness, I mean... This has been around all of our lives, in in one one uh, way or or another. I don't I, I don't think it has gotten to a higher level today versus at any other point in our lives. So you think we've got roughly the same percentage of screwballs now as we did in 1968 when they were, you know, yep. Hillary Clinton and Bill were not inhaling. That's what you're kind of saying, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, they, 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 uh, they, uh, maybe, maybe in different different places now but um you know because they they are older but i don't think we have an an, and a sudden in influx i think this is the way it has been did you see the picture of bill clinton looking up and down that lady doing the same willy (laughs) i'm going oh my then he was sleeping during the other ladies imagine that he was wide awake for the one lady up there singing all of those reverends were staring her up and down well you didn't put him on a reverend thing listen folks we're gonna go to a break and we'll be right back renegaderiver.com america's new hunting camping and survival store lightweight hiking all the way to large family tents even inside children's play tents camping and emergency lighting gear top shelf rothko outerwear first aid and the full line of rugged folding montague bikes for in-town touring or out in the middle of nowhere you'll find mountain house freeze-dried foods for camping and emergencies and yes of course, firearms. There's a lot to check out, all at low prices. RenegadeRiver.com, family owned and growing fast. RenegadeRiver.com, because you deserve it. Mike Hewitt here. Let's face it, social media is the communication medium of our times, both here in the U.S. and globally. Facebook and Twitter have a combined reach of some 1.8 billion people. YouTube is pushing TV toward the dust heap of history, and Google is now the number one search engine in the world. Such companies control the information and conservative ideas and ideals are being squelched, silenced. Such flagrant bias is a war against ideas, a war against freedom itself. The Media Research Center performed an extensive study on the bias of those major tech companies. Their findings are alarming in the extreme. 
censorship in the form of controlling trends, banning, deleting, and hiding conservative speech. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. While advancing liberal talking points is indeed the antithesis of true liberalism and should be outright rejected by all, left or right, you should be very concerned. Those who control information control everything, including the future of our children and our country. Get beyond the obvious at themikehewittshow.com. The Talk of Muskegon. News Talk 1090. WKBZ. And you are hearing The Mike Hewitt Show, brought to you by RenegadeRiver.com, with more to cover. Absolutely more, folks, if you're just tuning in. I am Mike Hewitt, my co-hosts, Miles Bauer and Ludwig von Wiedemdorski. Mueller will accept some written answers from Trump, and I write big of him. What did he spend, 30 hours with uh, White House counsel, Trump's counsel? Yeah. Uh, 30 hours. Imagine what that cost taxpayers for a minute, folks. Get your head around that. You know the Mueller team wasn't one person sitting in there. Miles, what do you spe- what do you guess these these attorneys are making per hour? Oh, who who knows? Yeah, Tremendous. Yeah, crazy money. Yeah. Crazy, crazy money. Because they know that it isn't a citizen that's going in to hire them. Where the citizen will go, what do you mean $1,000 an hour? Because the citizen's going, I'm not paying that. But that's not who's arranging for all these expenses. When you hear nine, we're, we're over $20 million now on this boondoggle they call a special investigation. So 30 hours of nonsense interview. And so, yeah, okay, well, we'll, 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 uh, we'll take it. But how come this is, is this front page news and I missed it? I didn't hear about By it. By the way, I found it on New York Times. Yeah, that was the thing I was going to bring out. It was like, from the New York Times. Right, Miles. Well, they have a uh, limited offer here for you. Subscribe for a buck a week if you like. Yep, that's not bad. Yeah. Well, you get CNN for free, so why would he need that? That's true. You can watch yeah. it live. I I don't know when I when I look at it. By the way, I did corroborate it with other sources. I use New York Times for your benefit, but that seems to be the arrangement. That that uh, of course, when it says some questions, we don't know whether some questions uh, looks you know it looks like a big gigantic. <laughs> Where the stack is as big as the Obamacare law was. <laughs> Get these to us by tomorrow. <laughs> I, you don't know, but it's some of those folks are going, this, you guys are a lot of work for not much. The question I have is, if, if he sends them questions like this, yep. does Trump really answer them, or does the lawyer sit down and craft an answer? I would think the lawyers are and crafting an answer. And then the Trump just signs it. I think the lawyers are crafting an answer, don't you, Miles? Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're sitting down and saying, what's your answer here? And I'll craft the, answer, the the written answer. And what do you think about this one? They're probably having a personal private interview. Although I, I laugh a little bit because is anything personal and private anymore? No. I mean, your, your attorney-client privilege is absolutely one of the things we've learned in all of this is that you have no attorney-client privilege. Next time you're in there with your lawyer, expect that it could be on the New York Times the day after. And I'm just... Uh, of course, I know that I got some lawyer friends that are yelling at me right now. I'm, 
That's what I've learned, is that none of these people, none of them are to be trusted. That's what I got out of it. If, if they get in trouble, they're going to flip you upside down into the ditch in a second. That's what I got out of it. Big surprise from the lawyering industry. 75000 speaking of money, $75,000 a year with benefits, no college needed, yet local employers can't fill jobs. Um, but I'm hearing from the left, the media that is, that with Trump's big roaring economy, there are people starving, there are people not able to make enough money, and it goes on and on and on. But you know what the disconnect is? is between that and reality. The employer's greatest challenge right now is to, is to find employees that are wanting to work, and that is a truism. It's a documentable truism. There are restaurants that are closing because they can't find folks that want to do that job. Think about what I just said. Not because they're going out of business for lack of patronage. They can't find employees. Yep. Um, are you seeing that in Chicago at all miles, or what are you seeing? Well, it's a little little bit different story here in that, you know, we have so many regulations and taxes on business in the state that, yeah, things are improving, but at a much slower rate. Right. Um, yeah, that's, that's probably true. And this article, folks, was from the uh, MiamiHerald.com. I think it's an important article. These employers, when they talk about stifled wages, we heard stifled wages for nine years, all of, all of Obama's term. Um, and plus, and, and now we've got employers saying, we don't care about your education, we don't care about any of that stuff, we're going to pay you far above the median average, um, and, and they can't get people. Well, part of the story was it was talking about building up Miami. Right. And there's 258,000 open construction jobs around the nation, and th- there was 500, I think, just in this area. Right. But we've got that shortage all over right now. Yeah, that's the point, though, is that we've pushed this college-ready curriculum in schools. Right. And I asked I, this week, actually, and last week, I had asked my students, how many of you went through college-ready in high school? And everybody's hands went up. I said, does anybody like to weld or build? And so hands went up. I said, do you know what they make an hour right now? Sure. What's your degree? What's your major? Because what do you call it, college-ready? College-ready. Well, and we used to call it, you know, preparatory College prep, I thought. College prep, but of course they got to. Everyone's they got to find new labels for everything. It's all called college ready curriculum now. And the funny part about it is, is, what is the percentage that are ready for college? None. None. (laughs) So you take you take all kinds of warm and fuzzy courses that are foundationed in seaweed, and then you you're college ready because we charge the folks for it. You must be college ready. Well. They, I think the reason they call it college ready is because it's all based on testing. The yeah, irony is when you get to college, there's really yeah. not that many tests. But listen, sit down and look at the curriculum of your local high school. Forget college and my, my disdain for that institution right now. Look at high school's curriculum. Oh, my goodness. Go sit through a course. They won't let you, by the way. But as a parent, go sit through a day of courses. Don't have to be there with your own child. Just sit through... And then you'll start giving an, an inkling of why Jefferson said if you find them, to inform them, don't take the power away from them, inform them. We're not doing that from ground up. The point is, <clears throat> they no longer focus at all on skilled trades. And I said I said to this the classes, how many of you have heard the politicians, regardless of what side now, we're going to invest more in skilled trade but training? They, but they don't. They don't. 
So they, they have a vocational technical center. What's that called nowadays? Because I know they've reinvented it 15 times. I don't know. I don't, I... Yeah, and, and when you go to them, and this is where I get, I get people angry with me, but if you're at college, you're high school, and you're skipping or you're, you're just not in academia, they wander you over to the Votech Center. Yep. Which is it's like the off ramp. It's like out out in California when you've got the the big mountains coming down and they've got these grades off the side in cases of oh, runaway, runaway trucks. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what they do. That's what they're using Votech for. It's not actually so you'll spend two years and have a certification that's absolutely meaningless. It costs the folks a lot of dough. I know people get angry with me when I talk but it's true. Well the girl who cuts my hair. Yep. Oh. She only needed two classes to she, graduate. By so, looking at your hair, I don't think she took either one of them. <laughs> you're going to kill my point here. <laughs> <clears throat> the rest of her day was at cosmetology school. <laughs> yeah. The makeup looks nice on you, the, so so you're there. And the school paid for it. Yep. Instead of her having to take BS classes or student aid and study hall just to get through high school, yep. she was able to go to cosmetology school, get started at least, and then finish when she got out, okay, why th- that should be available, Miles. You, you're you're quiet on this one. What do you think? Are, are Lud, Lud and I both wrong? I was going to bring out. Um, so as as you guys both know, my son's a freshman in college this year. One of his favorite subjects that he has now. Remember, he's a uh, marketing major, right? And the class he was telling me about was wait for it, social justice. For marketing manager or major, right? Yeah. And they required to take one of those because my guys in Grand Valley were taking stuff like that, like women's studies, social diversity justice. studies. So they're hoping for easy courses no. to get a grade? No. Why are this they is a curriculum requirement. They had to choose one yeah. of two things. It's a curriculum requirement. Yes. What right. happened to the time in America where the consumer, which is who we're talking about right now, folks seem to forget that they're consumers. What happens when the consumer comes in and says, this is, I don't want that. This is what I'm going to do. You don't get your degree. Has, Who put these Stalinist he, people at the helm? Well, you're going to have to talk to Lude then, because it's people like Lude that come up with those ideas. I'm part-time. I don't have any of them. Up <laughs> he, prob- he, is, he is part-time. That's the <laughs> biggest true he's he's said in a while. <laughs> it's, listen, I was one of the same thing, because I know we voted for our representatives on the ballot for regents and stuff of the state, Michigan, Wayne State. But who does put the board together for Grand Valley? Who does for Eastern, Western, Central, these other schools? I don't know. A good question. Because no one's making the decisions. Good question. Do you think that the boards are actually deciding on their curriculum? Because I don't believe well, that. Well, the professors are probably bringing what they think, and then the boards vote on it. Yeah. I. I so the board's responsible. i, I got to tell you, I, I agree that the board ought to be responsible. Now, maybe the board are made up with a bunch of zany screwball leftists, but I, I don't know. It's right. an interesting question. Listen, we've got to go to a break, and we'll be back with Ludwig's screwball of the week award renegaderiver.com america's new hunting camping and survival store lightweight hiking all the way to large family tents even inside children's play tents camping and emergency lighting gear top shelf rothko outerwear first aid and the full line of rugged folding montague bikes for in-town touring or out in the middle of nowhere you'll find a mountain house freeze-dried foods for camping and emergencies and yes of course firearms there's a lot to check out all at low prices renegaderiver.com family owned and growing fast renegaderiver.com because you deserve it. News Talk 1090 WKBZ is available everywhere you want to listen on our free iHeartRadio app. Download it now.
And thanks for joining us during the Mike Hewitt Show, proudly brought to you by RenegadeRiver.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Take a look. Folks, listen. It is time for Ludwig's Screwball of the Week Award. Ludwig, do you have the nominations? The envelopes, please. Uh, yeah, I got to. Come on. Tick, 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 tick. Time's going on. Number one. Yep. Actress Piper Parabo. Do you know who she is? Yeah. Who is she? Because I didn't, I really didn't, her career is so astounding, I didn't know her. <laughs> her big claim to fame movie would be Coyote Ugly. Was she the actor, the star? She was or the who main was she? star of that movie. She was it? That was it? Yeah. She went, moved to New York City to be a singer. She was uh, working in the bar. Yeah, I remember the movie. I just didn't Did recognize her. Did you just say her. you've seen that movie? I have watched it a couple times. Oh my times. gosh. Yeah, where's my well, glass? Well, it was uh, in 2002, so back then you probably still paid attention. You weren't even born then. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who's next? Well, wait a minute. What'd she do wrong? Yeah. Why is she on there? She was arrested uh, yeah. and thrown out of the Kavanaugh hearing after protesting and doing some publicity stunt. But what was a publicity stunt? Protesting. The, the, was that a publicity stunt? Oh yeah. Was she a pay, was she a paid actor? I think she's trying to. <laughs> I think she was trying to get some notoriety. That would be funny. So while she's being arrested, she's got the uh, she's got the. Uh, the selfie uh, video uh, going, and then she posts it, and she's hoping to, but it's not taking off, or it didn't get any legs. I didn't hear about it. Yeah, I well, until this. I mean, yeah, it's a, it was all over the place, but it was like on page thirty-three. When I looked at it, I thought, "Wow, is this what our Senate confirmation hearings have become as publicity acts?" Well, that's what Orrin Hatch was talking about yeah. yesterday. Yeah, how often do we agree with Orrin Hatch? Because he's kind of he's pretty tough. Is he? You think Miles? Are you an Orrin? Are you an Orange Hatch fan? He's about as establishment as they come. <laughs> All right, who's next, Lud? Oh, Mr. Woodward. Bob Woodward? Yes, who puts the uh, book out, trying to cash in at anyone's expense. That's really what he's doing. Yeah. He, he says, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to make a lot of dough, and folks, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come from you. It's going to hurt you, because forget who buys the book. The idea is to trash the White House for the notoriety to get his name finally back up there again rather than being a late-night interviewer on Fox News. Because that, that's what he's been for a long time. He's yep. just, he's just second, day, second day's news. If they, if they can't find anything to babble about, get Woodward out he again. He probably figured it worked for Comey, so why not try? Absolutely. But we're going to see a lot more. And we oh, see, and so that's, it worked for Hillary. Worked for Hillary. <laughs> well, even Reagan said, you know, the great thing about politics is if you... How was that quote? If you, uh, and I can't remember the words, but embarrass yourself or whatever, you can always go away and write a book. So, and he did that. Just Who, deny it. Who's next? Uh, we have here every dem with opening remarks at Kavanaugh hearing, but I'm going to point out two specifically. This was, your, this, was your, this was your words, by the way. I just cut and pasted, so don't don't say we have that here. Was, you have here. Well, that was mine. Oh, was you? Yeah. All right, then it was yeah. my own. There's two people I'd like to point out in this one. Okay. Cory Booker and Dick Durbin. They seem to be. Special. Yeah, absolutely. Two of the worst at trying to distract and detract from this whole thing and kept asking for 
it to end. In fact, I think Durbin at one point motioned to adjourn. Right. And the chairman's like, you're out of order. We're not motioning for anything. Right. And Cory Booker kept saying point of order and then attacked the chairman. I can't remember who's the chair's name. Uh, about his decency and... Right. Grassley from yes, Iowa. Yeah, Grass- Senator yep. Grassley. Yeah. His decency well, and... I thought he did a superb job, by the way. Awesome job. Yeah, especially given the circus going on around him. I don't. I didn't know how he kept his train of thought to, be, thought to be candid with you when there's people up at the top screaming and running videos and trying to be arrested on purpose. And meanwhile, he's trying to conduct a pretty serious uh, um, committee meeting. Yeah, at one point he's introducing Kavanaugh, and people are screaming. He's just still going. And I remember at another point, Orrin Hatch screamed at, "Can somebody get that loudmouth out of here?" And that they, narrowed it down to everyone in the balcony. <laughs> Then he looked at Grassley and said, can't you get this stuff to stop? And Grassley said, listen, I told you when I took over this position, I'm not stopping anything. I expect the police to do their job. We're moving forward. Right. So if yeah. you want to give up your time and stop, fine, but figure listen, it out. I, I, in that regard, by the way, I thought Grassley did a, I don't know what his ideologies are. I've not followed his voting record, but I thought he did a fairly good job at giving everybody their um, an extreme amount of time on the microphone and what was fascinating throughout the week is some of the hot mic conversations <laughs> that were being had because some of the senators were purposely folks trying to gen up the, the entire the entire nomination process. The senators themselves were trying to gen up the, the screwballs up in the balcony. Yep. And they go, "Really? You're you're a, you represent millions of people, and this is your this is your way of of bringing truth and justice to the arena." is by ginning up the screwballs to take away from the process. But, all right, who's next? Nike. Nike, just screw it. Isn't that their new deal? Yeah. Just <laughs> screw it. Yep. Um, Miles, did you have a nomination for anybody? Just yeah, I had, off. Every, <laughs> I had every uh, Democrat um, who spoke during opening remarks and then uh, Lud. Ludwig. Ludwig has a nomination. He's I got, got one for Miles. One he's, more. He's got like a sitting nomination. His infatuation and love interest, <coughs> Camilla Harris. Wow. She's, she she could, tweeted yesterday. What'd she say? That Kavanaugh is for gun violence yep. because he turned his back to a Parkland shooter victim's dad. Right. Who approached him right. to shake his hand, is what the Parkland shooter's dad said, or the victim's dad said. Right. But And that contentious of an area. You think I'm letting anybody I don't know walk up to me? Yeah, I was going to say, did you notice, and they, they didn't show this, but they went back and showed it later on, on Fox, that uh, basically this was just a random guy coming out of the crowd. So right. security started making a beeline. So sure. he he could have been the man on the moon, and Kavanaugh was still going to be making a beeline out of there. Yeah, when he I, just got some screwball coming out of the crowd. Right, and he didn't have a clue who he was nor what his agenda was, and you're in a circus atmosphere. Um, and for all he, by the way, I don't even know that he actually was aware that someone was coming, because if you watch that clip and I did, the security swooped in, and from you're looking at it from his vantage point, he had to be taken back to say the least for a minute. Um, okay, let's do a vote. Um, Brian, you got a vote? Yeah, that last one, Camilla. The, Nike? No, Camilla Harris. Camilla Harris yeah, about that about yeah. Trying to take on. advantage of that circumstance. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's, that's all that is. But she she's going to be a president. She says. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, who's <laughs> Miles, who do you vote for? I'm going with 
every Democrat during the opening remarks. Wow, we, we're going to have some confusion because I'm with Nike and how they drove their stock into the toilet this week. $3.75 billion with their Just Screw It ad. Uh, Anti-American ad. NF, even the NFL's going, oh, what do we do now? They're our partner. It's, it is a drama. Nike. You're with Nike? Yep. Anybody on Facebook voting for us? I don't see any votes. No, so that means Nike wins. Nike wins it, so Nike is up there with with uh, Ludwig as screwballs. Not that I'm calling you a screwball. <clears throat> to lose four billion dollars in a day, yep. and not believe it's that campaign. But listen, they foolish. don't know, they don't know how to get out of the box they put themselves in. Yep. Think about that for a minute, because they put this guy on a contract. They're not going to get rid of him. Forget what you think about the politics, Miles. You and I have talked about it a number of times on the show. The idea that these big corporations are jumping their, they're throwing their P&L statement in the middle of the political arena is, is idiocy. I've heard never be mad at your money. I've heard that somewhere. And I feel like everyone in these companies is getting mad at their money. But they make screwball things. They, in my view, that it, forgive, it doesn't even matter what side you're on on that issue. Why would you want to divide your audience up, your, your perspective market? That makes no sense to me. And the, and the, the folks that are holding their stock... Because it doesn't matter what we think, the folks that are holding their stock seem to agree that that was a boneheaded move. And I'm not a Nike fan in the first place. I'm uh, more Under Armour, Reebok second. Right. And so it won't really, I can't say I'm going to boycott them because I don't buy them already. But um, this is definitely going to hurt them. I don't care if they think the millennials are on this page or not. The vast majority aren't. Someone sent me while we're talking a, a, a picture before we, we're going to go to break in just a second, but sends me a picture. It's a big billboard. Use a toy gun to hunt white deer. No harm, no injury. Uh, uh, deer hunts. <laughs> Book your airsoft hunt today. For real? Yeah. It's it's a big billboard. Do they just hand you prepackaged meat when you're done? I guess so. I don't know. I mean, do you I'm, walk out and they already hand you venison steaks yeah, and jerky? I, I, Here's your meat from your hunt. You did so good. Yeah, I didn't mean to take us off the path, but this billboard is so stupid, I couldn't help but pause and say, wow, they might have missed the boat. They could have been a nominee. It was a write-in. Well, there's actually a company that that is is selling stuff. So, all right, listen, folks, we're going to go to a break on that. We'll be right back. RenegadeRiver.com, America's new hunting, camping, and survival store. Lightweight hiking all the way to large family tents, even inside children's play tents. Camping and emergency lighting gear. Top shelf Rothko outerwear. First aid. And the full line of rugged folding Montague bikes for in-town touring or out in the middle of nowhere. You'll find Mountain House freeze-dried foods for camping and emergencies. And yes, of course, firearms. There's a lot to check out, all at low prices. Renegade River River.com, family-owned and growing fast. RenegadeRiver.com, because you deserve it. Mike Hewitt here. Let's face it, social media is the communication medium of our times, both here in the U.S. and globally. Facebook and Twitter have a combined reach of some 1.8 billion people. YouTube is pushing TV toward the dust heap of history, and Google is now the number one search engine in the world. Such companies control the information, and conservative ideas and ideals are being squelched, silenced, Such flagrant bias is a war against ideas, a war against freedom itself. The Media Research Center performed an extensive study on the bias of those major tech companies. Their findings are alarming in the extreme. Censorship in the form of controlling trends, banning, deleting, and hiding conservative speech while advancing liberal talking points is indeed the antithesis of true liberalism and should be outright rejected by all. Left or right, you should be very concerned. 
Those who control information control everything, including the future of our children and our country. Get beyond the obvious at themikehewittshow.com. News Talk 1090 is the talk of Muskegon. This is the Mike Hewitt Show, brought to you by RenegadeRiver.com. we got a little more to cover before we call it. We do. Listen, folks, after watching the week of uh, the Senate confirmation hearings, of course, the focus is, is the Supreme Court, as, as perhaps it should be. But watching some of the people like Durbin and, and some grandstanders that were looking to make video clips of themselves for their coming uh, campaigns, re-elections, and a couple of them are supposed 2020 presidential candidates. I got to tell you, I couldn't help stepping back from the whole thing and asking, are we, are we, <laughs> by the way, folks, let me do an inset. Ludwig and Miles, I don't think either one of you agree with me on this. But when I look at how, what we have as a Senate base, I look at Stabenow. We'll use her as an example from, from our state, Michigan. Miles, you've got some real winners in your state. Uh, and, and I... I, I got to pause and say, are we doing the Senate election process is, itself correctly? Are we real? This is supposed to be the uh, this is supposed to be the the, uh, the the best debate club in the world. And these folks, not all of them, but largely, came across to me as being borderline moronic. And it caused me to say, really, th- this is take Michigan as an example with nine million. Uh, uh, people a little more than that, and I look at Stab and I, I go, this is what we have to offer as our, and the other guy that you never hear from, Gary Peters, and both of them are crazy left. They're not centrist. They're not They're not left-centered. They're crazy left. And I got to pause and say, are we doing our the election, how we come up with these senators? Is that the way we want to have it happen? And I ask it that way because I sure don't like the results which causes me to put my consultant hat on and say, if I don't like the results, maybe I better review the process and how I'm getting those results. Miles Ludwig, either one of you want to jump in on this? Miles? Well, so um, as you pointed out, it used to be the state houses elected the uh, senators before it was uh, changed in the early 20th century. Right. Um, when you and I were talking about this earlier, I think that that process lent itself to the establishment covering the establishment. So I don't know if that's better or worse, because um, I think that then it then it becomes almost a um, um, an incessant kind of I, process. I get that, but are we now looking? From, from a populist point of view, are we looking at the House of Representatives in, it, let me say oppositely, are we looking at the Senate to be like the House of Representatives? Because they weren't designed to be that way. That's not, our founders didn't look at the Senate and say they're going to be representative of the people per se. And and had they have thought that that was the mechanism that they, I mean, the whole point of our checks and balances system with the three powers of government was to have three distinctly different different branches of government. But if we're doing a populist thing on both sides, so now instead and now instead of having reasonable reasonable minded senators coming up with a reasonable conclusion, you got nitwits screwing that five hundred thousand records isn't enough. But here's the caveat to that. 
I'm going to vote no. I demand you give more records. Well, well, vote no then. Why am I going to give you more records? What makes you think any of that would change? Uh, I don't know, but for 125 years, we didn't have this food fight that we've got now. Oh, I, still I, had oh, I, I totally put, push uh, back on that. Yeah. Okay. We've always had food fights. Okay, you think that the Senate was was as, it, the Senate decorum was as professional then as it is now? I say tongue-in-cheek. I no, don't know. I'm, only I, the, only the, thing the, I know is that the result we're getting isn't working for at least me. That causes me to say, is there a different recipe to get a different result. If every time I cook something and it's terrible, i got to throw it away, I'm going to throw that recipe out with the last batch. Well, what was so good before they changed it? I don't know. Right. Tell me. Because they must have thought there was a problem, and that's why they changed it. I think. Because I, I do think the Senate yep. is a representative of the people of the state. It was created partially to give every state equal voice. Okay, so you because like... Because you have two per state. You like being... What I what I think of being very frank here as a non-voice in a multi-million dollar food fight, that's how I see a Senate election. Yeah, but what's the well, difference in that? Our, You're a non-voice that the government. governor appoints you. Say what now? What'd You're a you non-voice that the governor appoints you because I can't just go to Governor Snyder and say, I want to be senator. I'd have to be a multi-millionaire who's donated a lot of money to his campaign or party right. to be even considered for appointment. So where's the difference? So it's all about the dough. It is. Right. Now, but listen, if the House of Representatives in the state of Michigan still elected our U.S. Senate... By the way, I'm not, folks, I'm not advocating. I'm only saying that what we're getting isn't working. We need to start looking at other mechanics. That's my only, my only premises here. I'm not presenting an idea... We've already got two before us, the one we had and the one that is. What is, isn't working. And in my view, it isn't working. Anyone that spent the week watching that train wreck circus, you got to walk away and say there was only five or six professional pe- people with Senate decorum that our founders talked about in that room. That's scary to me. But I think this goes to what Ben Sass was saying is, the Congress isn't doing its job, the legis- legislative branch isn't doing its job, it's afraid to legislate. Because they're working, they're there to get, keep a job. They're not there to legislate anymore. Right. They went there and said, "I need to do what gets me reelected." Right. And that's like Cory Booker being the loudest voice in that hearing yesterday when it started. Right. <clears throat> so people knew it was their guy fighting for them. Right. Rah rah rah. Not but, that he was trying to get anything. But done. that's populist politics. That's trying to keep your job. That's populist politics. Yeah. Trying to keep your job, not actually get yep. something done. Listen, I, I get into the weeds nowadays because that word has been adopted by the, 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 the Trump publicans, and I get that I'm in the weeds when I go here. But populist politics, to me, not in the case of Donald Trump because he's clearly a leader. Whether you like where he's leading or not, we can debate that till the cows come home. Clearly he's a leader. But in general, the term populist politics is mob rule. That's how I define it. Mm-hmm. That's how, And I don't think that the Senate... House of Representatives in the U.S. or the state, yes. Those, that's, the, the, that, that's the embodiment of our government closest to the people. The government that governs best governs closest to the people. I think the Senate was set aside to be a different body, and we're not seeing it as a different body now. We're just seeing it as the other side of the same food fight, nonsense, partisan, rancorous, showmanship, who can be the biggest buffoon, it's not professional. There's zero decorum. But did the people change it into that, or did the senators? I believe our process caused it to be that way, and it goes to exactly what you just said, that they're they're all worried about their next election, and that's all they see. 
So they're absolutely blinded by partisan elections and nothing to do with leading the Senate. That's yeah, exactly Mike, what I think the problem is. You you are kind of coming off on the guy who's sitting on the fence, pointing in both directions, saying that's wrong and that that's that's wrong. Right, I agree with and, that. I mean, I wrestle with that. By the way, I'm, I, I I admit that I'm conflicted between the two concepts. I admit that. that uh, you're, right. you're categorically correct. The only thing I know is what I've watched this week isn't a functioning Senate. Right, we, we've had but thirty. I mean, we've until had, you can come uh, out with an alternative. It's very easy to sit around and say, "Well, everything's wrong." Right. Well, listen, we all we all we all stand in awe about what the founders left us, except for the complete election process of one of the three major branches of government. They were right. They were profound. Look at this declaration. Look at this constitution. Wow, these guys were brilliant, but they were wrong about one third of our government. I'm not ready wow. to say that it's yet. Not the whole third that they're wrong on. No, I was going to say, you're, you're only talking about half of the legislative branch. Right. I, yep. Okay, but that's a big half. It's a huge half. I believe the Senate was set up, like I said, to represent each state equally. That's why it's two per state. Yep. So that a state like Rhode Island has the same opportunity to be represented as the state of California. Agreed. Yep. <clears throat> I agree with the numeric assignment, by the way. How they get there, Is I that... don't think makes a difference on what we see there. Okay. Just you don't, don't think so? You don't think so? If... Stabenow wanted there, I don't know who the governor at the time right. when she got there was, but she would have went to them, paid those people to put her in, right. and she'd end up there. Okay. So, so you think it's the same train wreck either way? Yeah, it's just who does she does spend that, the money towards? Does that place that back at the fault of the people? Yeah, because we still elect the people to get into the state house, which was kind of my point originally on it, was we still elect those people, now they'd be electing this person for us. But we're, I can sit down with my state representative. You can. Most people can't. And most people can. You go to their district hours across the fruited plain in every state, call it assembly person or state representative. <clears throat> most people, I'm, I'm not aware of a district that doesn't have district hours, and you go to them and it's the same three or four people sitting there, the same three or four concerned citizens, and most of the state representatives are going, I don't know why I do this. Nobody ever shows up. I think it's a lot of it's because nobody knows where or when. Well, it's on their website. It goes out in newsletters. It's everywhere. Because I have my own brothers asking, hey, how do I know my state rep? What? what do you mean, how do you know them? You, you, come so on. I have to explain to them. Well, you got to explain to them how to... That's, to me, that's silly. That's stupid. It's not taught. That's screwballish. It should be taught. Even Google tells you where it's at. You know, I mean, it should be okay, taught in so, school. So Schneider apparently got elected January 1st, 2011. So yep. Stabenow was appointed in... In 212, so are, are we saying Snyder would have appointed Stabenow? No, he wouldn't have. No, absolutely. Well, he might have. <laughs> There's a whole other topic. He may have. Listen, we're out of time, folks. Thank you very, very, very much, and we'll see you as soon as we can. RenegadeRiver.com, America's new hunting, camping, and survival store. Lightweight hiking all the way to large family tents, even inside children's play tents. Camping and emergency lighting gear. Top shelf Rothko outerwear. First aid. And the full line of rugged folding Montague bikes for in-town touring or out in the middle of nowhere. You'll find Mountain House freeze-dried foods for camping and emergencies. And yes, of course, firearms. There's a lot to check out, all at low prices. RenegadeRiver.com, family owned and growing fast. RenegadeRiver.com, because you deserve it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.